Hello and welcome back to the Daily Study of the Way of Mastery. I am Jason Amoroso, your guide, and today we continue with Lesson 5, The Keys to the Kingdom, Section 3. The second key is intention. And Jeshua begins, Desire in time is cultivated through intention. And this is italicized for emphasis. For you have used time to teach yourself how to be distracted by all of the thoughts and perceptions that make up this cosmic suit called your world. All of you have known the frustration of having a desire, and then as soon as you walk out the door, a friend pulls up and says, let's go to the beach, and you never make it to class even though your desire is to get the degree. You have cultivated the art of being seduced by distraction. Awesome. Let's look at this. Again, remember, desire is the first key. It's everything, Jeshua says. Without it, not a thing can arise. So what you desire is of utmost importance. And he says, then desire perfect union with God. Be the Christ incarnate. This is the desire that he is uh, encouraging us because it's not because it's better. Again, I'm kind of like uh, jumping forward here, not because it's 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 better just because it's more fun to be what you are. So desire, use time. Of Course in Miracles talks a lot about wasting time. The time is an illusion and, and don't wait. You don't have to waste time. Use time while you think you're in it to cultivate desire, to grow this desire, to be what you are, the Christ incarnate, to be in perfect union with the divine. Not this little small self toiling and struggling to survive and trying to figure out how to be happy. Use time to grow your intention. And intention, I would say, is it's, it's, it's a focus. It's a focus. It is a desire in and of itself. I intend to grow this within me. For you have used, Jeshua says, you've used time to teach yourself how to be distracted by all the thoughts and perceptions that make up this cosmic soup of your world, called your world. So there's so, we have taught ourselves how to be distracted. We, we're just constantly looking outside of ourselves at the news, at the state of the world, at the economy, and then we decide what that means for us. We've been conditioned to live an outside-in world, and then we're in constant reactivity. Just look at it. Look at your relationships. Look at like your your relationship with your work, your relationship with money, your relationship with time. If you've got kids, if you have in-laws, if you've got family members, health, all of it. We look outside. We wake up and look. What's the state of the world? We read the news. We go on social media. What are other people up to? What should I be concerned with? And then we let that dictate what we're going to feel and how we're going to act and respond. We've And it's especially with technology. It is tr it is like reinforcing and conditioning distraction even more. People's attention spans are so limited now. Swipe, 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 little clips, videos going from however long on Instagram. I think you could have posted like an hour long video to like, you know, a minute, 15 second reels, TikTok, boom, 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 distraction, distraction, distraction. And he says, you've all known the, the frustration of, of having a desire, of feeling something in your heart. I want to start a business that inspires me. I want to get fit and get healthy. I want to work out. Anything to like 
express and be more of your potential. And then resistance creeps in. Ah, let's go to the beach. Ah, let's. And sometimes it's like kind of a productive thing. I know for me, like yesterday, I had some emails that I had to get out for work and I decided to clean the house instead, which is (laughs) my wife appreciated. But I knew it was resistance. I knew it was procrastination. I knew it was distraction, but at least it was a productive form of distraction. But we've all done that. The frustration of having desire and then something, especially when it's like, we can justify it. Like, oh, at least I'm cleaning the house. At least I'm going to have some fun, right? He used the analogy of let's go to the beach. And he says, you have cultivated the art of being seduced by distraction. And he's talking about going to the beach, but really we're talking about the way of mastery, of Christ consciousness, of waking up and being what you are. Why waste time for that? But we get distracted in this world, in these little pleasures, in body identification, And it's not, there's like no judgment there, but it's like, why wait? Why delay heaven? And so Jeshua was like, hey, here it is. Grow your intention for only this. In paragraph two. So wait, before we go to paragraph two, look at your life. Again, it all, this is all about you and not just agreeing with this stuff or getting information. Where do you find that you are distracting yourself from your desires, your true desires of conscious union with the divine, of being an instrument, of being a vessel, having your life have deep meaning because you are living from a place of love. Where are you noticing resistance and distraction? It's really out of fear. Jeshua doesn't really say that here, but it's just out of fear of being who you are But notice that in your own life. And Jeshua then says in paragraph two, therefore, it's necessary to utilize time to cultivate intention. For without intention, desire cannot become the crystal clear focus, the laser-like focus that can cut through the dross of this world so that a new creation can flow forth through you utilize time. Time is here to be used, not to be wasted. We're not just here for no reason. And we can waste so much time chasing the quote unquote wrong things that will never give us fulfillment, chasing the job, chasing the even the money, chasing the perfect love, chasing the perfect body, chasing the approval of others. All these distractions, he says, it's necessary. It's not even optional. It's necessary to use time to grow your intention. Do you wake up and you're like, what's my intention today? What am I about today? What's my focus? Or do you wake up, look at your phone, look at your to-do list and just go on autopilot? I've done that. I'm not judging it. We all do it. Every single one of us listening does it. And Jeshua is imploring us and encouraging us, hey, let's try a different way. Without intention, this desire to be what you are, to be the Christ incarnate that you truly have in your heart, it cannot become the crystal clear focus, laser-like focus that can cut through the dross of this world, the distractions, the shiny objects, the keeping up with the Joneses. We need to cut through that so a new creation can flow forth through you. Practice, spiritual practice, 
in the morning, at night. We get so many exercises by Jeshua to practice, to implement. And community, because we forget when we're on we're when we're on our own. When our class is in session, so to speak, and we're stressed out and things are happening in our world, it's so easy to get caught up in problem solving and survival mode. When we have a community of people that are helping remind us of this, what's your intention here? In paragraph three, Jeshua continues, intention is not the same as holding a strong, egoic or willed commitment to making something happen. For the way of the heart recognizes that you have not known how to achieve the fulfillment you seek at the level of the soul. For the simple reason that if you did, you would have already accomplished it. Intention does not mean putting your nose to the grindstone and not taking no for an answer. And this is important. It's not, I'm going to make something happen. That is the, I would say that's either the immature or the out of balance masculine. The divine masculine is the crystal clear, laser-like focus. This is what my heart desires. I have an aim, a focus, and I'm committed to it. And I will not be distracted. That's the divine masculine. But the immature, out-of-balance masculine energy, and we all have masculine and feminine energies regardless of your gender. The out-of-balance is I'm going – I am the maker and the doer. I'm going to make this happen. F you life, F you obstacles, this is mine. Like, no, because we know so often that we're often, we're, we're humbled in that. It doesn't work out the way that we think it should or how we think it should or in what timing we think it should. Very rarely does that happen. But we see so much messaging about willing things to happen from that attached place not taking no for an answer. That doesn't mean you don't have clarity, It's but you're not attached to it looking the way you think you it should look. Because when it's about you, how, think, like, how arrogant is that? Hey, God, I know what's best. I'm not going to trust you and allow things and let you do your thing. I'm going to dictate how it needs to be. That's so like arrogant and silly and immature. But that's the way that so many of us in a masculine dominant world have operated. We've been taught that. When the power is not in the will, the power is in the clarity of intention and showing up every day and doing the work, putting in the practice and surrendering the outcome. And Jeshua says, you, and this is A Course in Miracles says this too, you don't know how to enlighten yourself. If you did, you already would have done it. You don't know. You're because the you that Jeshua is referencing here is your ego, the tiny mad idea, which inherently believes in separation. The tiny mad idea that somehow I, little me, did this impossible of separating myself from God, the ocean. That's what A Course in Miracles says. So I don't know how to uh, – Get back into God. The the nature of the ego is separation. So by definition, it can't figure it out. It believes it's separate. And it does and it wants to be separate because that makes it special. That's the thing. It doesn't have an earnest desire to be at one. That's our soul self calling ourselves back to right-minded thinking. 
So Jeshua continues, rather, intention, it means that you cultivate within your thought processes the art of remembering what you are truly here for. You are here to remember that you are the thought of love in form. You are here to remember that you are one with God. You are here to remember that what I have called Abba, though it goes by many names, is the source of your only reality. You are living in reality only to the degree that that one is living through you. So this is, I think I have this whole paragraph highlighted and underlined in circles. So let's kind of break it down. Intention means that you cultivate, you grow within you. And for us, that seems to take time. We're growing it. We're practicing it. The thought processes, within our thought processes, the art of remembering what you are truly here for. It's an art. It's not a science. There's no template, the five steps, and you're guaranteed if you do these five steps. It might be different for each person. There's a million ways home. So it's an art, and it comes from a commitment to keep showing up and keep opening and keep surrendering. The art of remembering, not forcing, not making, not evolving into, not changing into, it's simply a remembering what you are truly here for. You are here to be love informed. You are here to be what you are and let that be your desire. Remember in the last section, even if you don't really know what that might be, what your creator made you to be, even if you don't know what that is, just having that intention to open to that. That's what you're here for. You're here to remember that you are the thought of love in form. Contemplate that. I was going to say think about that. You are the thought of love in form. You're a thought. You're not a body. You're not a body mind. That keeps us in survival mode. And, 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 the, and I think the scary thing to the ego, rightfully so, is that, oh, my God, that's all I am. I'm a thought. I have a million thoughts. They come and they go. So if that's me, holy crap, I must like then I can die at any moment as I go. If God loved me, if God had the thought of me, you know, that loved me into existence, then can God unthink me and I won't exist anymore? And then there's more fear of death. And that's just, again, ego fear. You are the thought of love with a capital L in form to be expressed. The divine, the infinite loving mystery wanting to always, that's what it does, always creating and extending itself and experiencing more of itself in new ways. That's you. You are part of that. You're one with that. It's not God and you. Remember that you are one with. You are the ocean, the wave in the ocean. The, the wave is not separate. It is one with, again, if we didn't use the label wave, we would just see this thing existing. We call it ocean, wave, arising, falling, but it's all one thing moving, expanding. That's what you are. And he says, you're here to remember that what I've called Abba, though it goes by many names, God, the universe, source, creator, whatever. People get so hung up on the names whatever you want to call it. That is the source of your only reality. That, not the money, not the job, not the food, not the family. And he, Jeshua says, you are living in reality 
only to the degree that that one, whatever you want to call it, God, universe, is living through you. And if you're not to the degree that that one is living through you, and that's up to you, you allow that. If you're not allowing that, then you're living in illusion. And again, Jeshua's not judging you, judging me, judging us for living in illusion. He's just like, hey, it's so much better over here <laughs> in truth. You can, you can live in illusion as long as you want. You can keep choosing the same thing over and over again. You can keep believing the tiny mad idea that somehow you're unworthy and you're separate. You can do that for as long as you want because I'm here for eternity. I love you all the same. And I'm here just giving you a pathway when you are ready to try a different way. When you're ready to stop playing this game of pretending what you're not. When you get so, when you get tired of it or bored of it or you're like, hey, all right, maybe it's just the game, the joy of awakening. So you're living in reality only to the degree that that one, that God, the universe, source, the creator is living through you. Are you willing to allow it? So finally, Jeshua says, therefore, in chapter uh, paragraph five, therefore, intention in the way of the heart means to utilize time each day to focus your attention on the desire to be Christ incarnate. That's it. That's the number one desire. Desire is everything. Without it, not a thing can arise. So what you desire is of utmost importance. Desire then perfect union with God. Desire then to be Christ incarnate at the grocery store, at the dry cleaners, in the car when someone cuts you off, at home if you're alone with your cat and your dog and you're feeling lonely. Desire to be the Christ incarnate. Desire to be all that your creator created you to be. Intention means to use time to focus your attention on the desire to be Christ incarnate, the expression of love and form wherever you are. There, there's no judgment that, oh, if I'm if I'm the Christ in form, I need to be like Jesus. I need to be worshipped by a ton of people. I need to make a huge impact in the world. I need to change lives, cure cancer, fix the economy, blah, 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 blah. That's the ego. Just be. Be love in each moment. That's the Christ incarnate. So intention is using time each day, morning, night, every five minutes, every 10 minutes, whenever you can remember, grow it, practice it, to focus your attention on the desire to be the Christ incarnate. That's it. And we're here together to support each other in, in developing that muscle, that, that intention muscle. What's your intention when you're eating a meal? What's your intention when you're driving the kids to school? What's your intention when you're paying your bills? Intention is everything. All right. Thanks, you guys. Love you. If you get value from this, like, subscribe, share, send us an email. Hello at Revelation Breathwork, letting us know you're listening. And we will continue tomorrow with this section. It's pretty awesome. Have a great day.